When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 287. Stop being a martyr. And when friends say, tell me if I ever get in a bad relationship. By Ramit Sadie of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Hello, hello, I'm Joss Marie, and this is the show where I narrate to you every weekday with hopes of helping you optimize your relationships. Today, I'm actually going to narrate two posts from I Will Teach You To Be Rich. The first one explains the downsides to being a martyr, and the second one actually provides a script you can use to get honest feedback from family and friends. Let's hear Ramit's posts and start optimizing your life. Stop Being a Martyr by Ramit Sadie of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com Tony Robbins said something fascinating in a talk about feeding 100 million families. He pointed out that if you think of your work as a sacrifice, you've set yourself up for failure. As soon as you use words like sacrifice, you transform yourself into a martyr, and no one recovers from being a martyr. That identity creates a box for you to live in. I want to talk about the psychology of being a martyr. Tony was speaking to CEOs, but once you understand the martyr mentality, you see it everywhere. Workaholism. When I'm sleeping, someone else is hustling. My employees are counting on me. I have to work 16-hour days. Bad relationships. I want to be single, but my boyfriend threatened suicide last month. He'll fall apart if I leave. Parenting. Jane has ballet rehearsal. These clothes won't fold themselves, and there are toys everywhere. So much for going out. Supermom to the rescue. Can you spot the pattern? Hint. Anyone who says I can't be happy because of X has turned themselves into a martyr. Curiously, you can give martyrs 10 ways to overcome that problem, and it won't help. Martyrs believe they need to be miserable for other people to be happy, and they use a secret vocabulary to stay that way. For example, Supermom sounds amazing. Who wouldn't want to be a Supermom? Yet, many moms use this label to justify putting themselves last. Want proof? Offer solutions and watch what happens. If you recommend a nanny, she'll say too expensive. If you suggest after-school programs, she'll say kids need quality time. If grandparents offer to babysit, she'll say, we can't put you out. Slowly, you realize what's actually going on. Martyrs have written an identity of powerlessness, and they won't give it up without a fight. After all, If you go out and have a blast with friends, what does it say about the last five years you stayed home? Pretty painful to admit you had the power all along. Much more comfortable to stick with the identity you know. When Friends Say, Tell Me If I Ever Get in a Bad Relationship by Ramit Sadie of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com
They never mean it. How many friends do you know who said, let's make a promise. If either of us gets in a bad relationship, we'll tell the other person we don't like their boyfriend or girlfriend. You both agree smiling, happy you can be so open with your friend. It's like two four-year-old boys solemnly pledging that they're never going to like girls because they're gross. Yeah, dude, sure. Then your friend gets in a horrible relationship and you can't say anything. I've seen it myself. You try to subtly bring something up. Hey, man, do you think it's weird that she doesn't let you order steak? And he instantly becomes defensive. <sighs> Three takeaways. Number one. People do not want honest feedback about their relationship because their intimate partner becomes more important than their friends. As the old rule goes, if you don't like the relationship, you bring it up once and never again. If you want to stay friends after that, you support their relationship however much you don't agree with it. Number two, usually these disastrous relationships end, or worse, they get married. That is a long, long life. And it all could have been fixed with some honest feedback if they were ready to hear it. And number three, the way you give feedback is as important as the feedback itself. In this post, I'm giving you a word-for-word -word script you can use to get honest feedback from your friends and family. Feedback that will let you in on the conversation they're already having about you, sometimes involving them rolling their eyes when you go to the bathroom. You want to know how to improve yourself? You have to ask. What would happen if you sent this to three people today? Hi, insert name. I'm trying to come up with a really good New Year's resolution and I want your help. I know this might sound weird, but I would love your feedback on one, one thing you think I do really well, and two, one thing I could improve about, such as blank. Thanks. Note, the blank could be words like social skills, the way I dress, how to be more thoughtful, and so on, whatever you want to improve. This email is the kind of thing nobody else does and it can pay off in massive rewards. What if you found out that you tend to ramble on and on and everybody hates it? You would never know unless you asked, and now you can fix it and move on. You'll also get to find out what people love about you, which is something we don't get to hear enough. This email works because you're transparently telling people what you're looking for, acknowledging it's a little weird, and asking for one positive and one constructive piece of feedback. Can anyone spot why I chose that? You just listened to the post titled, Stop Being a Martyr, and When Friends Say, Tell Me If I Ever Get in a Bad Relationship, by Ramit Sadie of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Thanks to Ramit for letting us share these posts with you today. I hope you enjoyed them and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow with a post from Evan Mark Katz, where your optimal life awaits.